Happy Tuesday, everybody. I missed y'all yesterday. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah from Texas, and this is our place to chat. All of the latest reality TV and Jeff Lewis, Jeff Lewis Extended. I just saw the news, but I'm not sure I believe it, that Kim Zolciak Bierman is coming back to the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. So let me know in comments if you have seen an official announcement, because I listened to almost all of Andy Cohen Live this morning before the dang app messed up on me. Good morning, everyone, or afternoon. Um, Anyways, and he didn't say anything about it, but I'll quickly went over to Kim's Instagram, who I follow, and she hasn't said anything about it. So I don't know. Is it a premature announcement? Is it a false announcement? I'm just hopeful. You know that. Anyways. Um, okay. Let's get into it. Let's chat a little bit, teeny bit of Mama June family crisis, a tiny bit of 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life, a little bit of Andy Cohen, and then a whole hell of a lot of Jeff Lewis Live and Jeff Lewis Extended, because it was so good today, even with a brand new co-host, never been on before, Kelty Knight from E, e, e News. Um, hello, everyone. Okay. What's MTO? Oh, the Kim Zolciak News came from MTO. I don't know what that is. MTO. They post garbage all the time. That's not true. Okay. So maybe it's fake. I mean, I got to hear it from Kim or Andy Cohen. You know what I mean? Anyway, shout out, Chumpets. Hello. <gasps> Kathy, don't hurt my heart. <laughs> oh my God. Mama June is a piece of work. I will agree with that. A waste of space. Come on. She's not a waste of space. She's she's gotten so much better. I think her husband, um, Justin, is so good for her. I hope. Uh, hope he's not full of me. Okay. Anyways, get comfortable in comments. I love hearing what you have to say. Oh, media takeout. Oh my God. I've never even heard of that one. It's a gossip site, Melanie says. Okay. Media takeout. Anyways. Okay. So on the latest episode of Mama June Family Crisis, not a whole lot happened. Uh, Alana, who's honey boo boo, if you know, did graduate high school. She walked across the stage. All the family was there, there to celebrate except her aunt uh, Dodo, who did not come because she says she didn't know the date and they're super pissed off about that. She did get her first car, a pink Honda, but she doesn't even have her driver's license yet. So, you know, she is 18 very soon. I mean, in real time on this show. So I'm assuming she has gotten her driver's license by now. I don't know. Does anyone know in real time? Cause I mean, this is Jane or shit. This is February already. Um, did she go away to college? Like I need an update about Honey Boo Boo. So somebody tell me if she actually ended up going away to college. Did she go to the place in Colorado where she had this uh, nursing scholarship? So anyways, um, not much happened on that show, but it was just another sad one because, you know, we know in real time, spoiler alert, that uh, Mama June's oldest daughter, uh, Anna, ends up passing away from, uh, uh, not pancreatic, um, adrenal cancer. So uh, it was just sad because her oldest daughter, who was 11 at the time, went to one of her chemo treatments and just kind of saw what she's going through. So it just made me sad because I've been through a lot of cancer, sadly, with my immediate family. Uh, but I did it as an adult. So I can't imagine doing it as an 11-year-old senior mom. So anyways, and obviously we know she already passed away. So 
90 day, the single life. Oh my God. I mean, is it sad? Is it chaotic? Is it all the things? So it starts off with Chantel, who's been on, you know, pretty much made a career out of 90 fiance. Now she's divorced. She's 32. She's in Greece. How it just kind of started that all of a sudden she's in Greece, what looks like on a, like a, a girl's trip or something. I, I don't even know. It's just like, they just dunked me into the middle of it. And we know that within hours, it seemed like of her uh, landing in Greece, that she's on a dating app. She meets a guy, falls head over heels for him. Then he invites her to a snail festival. I mean, I guess it's a thing. Uh, anyways, and she quickly falls out of obsession with him because she can tell that Giannis is totally not into her. So it kind of made me sad because, of course, I just wonder if she's like, just really good at reality TV and she knows what people want to see, you know, the producers and such, or does she really fall head over heels this quickly and like start dreaming of like, Oh, you know, we could live together in Greece. Like, Oh my God, like seriously. Anyways, Natalie, another one that is definitely made a career out of 90 day fiance. So she is still technically married to Michael, the guy from it's called pronounced like Squamish or some Squamish, some, some tiny town, uh, Squimsh, Squamish. It's, I forget what it's called. It's some tiny town that she hated. Anyway, she's technically legally married to Michael still, but she has been with a guy named Josh for almost two years. Even the thing underneath it said, um, like the tag for Josh, it said Natalie's love interest. It didn't even say after almost two years, it didn't even say Natalie's boyfriend. And then at the end, so they're at this restaurant and basically, I think she broke up with him before he could break up with her. Right? Is that how y'all saw it? I mean, I think he really cares for her, but he was basically like, I can't give you what you need. Like you want more from me. She said she wants him to love her and he doesn't love her back. You know, he, she's never in almost two years even been invited to his house in L.A. And I, if I remember correctly, she was on yet another 90 day something and she was down in Florida. And then all of a sudden she went on a date there. I don't know. She was playing beach volleyball. I remember she's really pretty legs. And all of a sudden she had met this guy and he wanted her to move to L.A. So squim. Yes, squim. Um, yes. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Melanie says, Natalie is the worst. Please get her and Angela from Georgia off my TV. Okay. I've swapped Angela, but now I've put Debbie on your TVs. <laughs> well, let me know. Cause we're going to chat about Debbie, uh, in just a second for sure. Yeah. Cecile says, I felt in the end that he was honest with her. I do feel like he's a good person. I feel like she might be, she might need 90 day fiance for the, for the paycheck, which I respect. Um, but she was a professional. I thought she was like a psychologist or something or a therapist over in the Ukraine. Am I wrong? Like, wasn't she something over there? So I don't know if they have to get, I know I had a neighbor, have a neighbor that, um, is a radiologist and she's from another country. She's from Chile and she had to get recertified. She had to redo everything over here in the States because they didn't accept her accreditations over there. So anyways, wait, what? 
Um, are you aware that Josh's son was in a bad accident? He has to have his leg amputated. No. How old is his son? Oh, that's terrible. I always envisioned that his kids were kind of younger-ish, like definitely not grown adults, right? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't follow any of the um, 90 Day Fiance people, but I definitely need to watch. I need I need to follow them for sure. Um, Big Ed, Cecile says, Big Ed is another one I can't watch. Again, don't y'all feel like he's another profession? He's made 90 Day Fiance like a profession. He's supposedly like an interior designer. Did y'all see his house? I mean, when his mom lived there with him, like... Oh, oh, 16. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Um, what else? What else? So she pretty much breaks up with him before he can break up with her, but it was really sad. And then she said, men bring me pain. That made me so sad. She did hug him at the very end though. Uh, and said, you know, God bless you or something and walked away. Then she like hugs a tree. And I, I wasn't sure, you know, I don't think she drives. So maybe she was waiting on her Uber to get there or something, but she sits down on the edge of the, the restaurant, like waiting or whatever, and just starts crying by herself, which of course made me very sad because, you know, her mom just one or two episodes ago, they were like at some Halloween pumpkin or what something. And the mom, you know, was like, oh, I just hope you get married. I hope you give me grandchildren soon. And, you know, that's really all Natalie has talked about for years. and. I don't know. Maybe her and Michael just need to have a baby. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, oh, that's funny. Mayvu says, I love the way you say Chile. Um, well, Chile, I guess is how, I don't know. I think Chile. She's, she has such a th thick accent that I end up talking like my neighbor if I, if I talk about her too much. Um, she has a great accent, but it's really, really thick. Um, Melanie says, oh, I have way too much time on my hands. I keep up with all these train wrecks. Well, I very much appreciate it because, you know, we all have so many TV shows <laughs> that we're obsessed with. And obviously Jeff Lewis Live, Jeff Lewis Extended is freaking 10 hours out of our week right there. So it's a lot to keep up with, but I love doing it with y'all. Um, then Tim and Veronica. So I'm obsessed with this guy, Tim. Uh... He has definitely made it, again, another full-time job. And I think he has a, a big company or I don't know what he does. He definitely has a career in North Carolina. Anyways, he's definitely made a full-time job, him and his ex, Veronica, being on 90 Day Fiance. So Veronica is uh, dating now another girl, Kimberly, his his her son, Jamal, and they are arguing over how close Tim and Veronica still are, even though they're exes. And I think he ends up packing his bags and leaving. So that was pretty dramatic because I was kind of like, does, I mean, he was visiting from like San Diego where Kimberly lit, where he and Kimberly live. And they're in like North Carolina. So I was like, does production get him an Uber? Like how hands off do reality TV producers need to be? Like I've always remember the one remember the 90 day fiance where, um, uh, gosh, what's her name? Ka not Kamali, uh, crap. They were in like Vietnam and somebody steals, somebody takes a knife after the girl. Oh shit. Y'all know the ones I'm talking about in she, they steal her cell phone, but like the production, the cameras and all that were there. And some guys coming at her with a knife, like robbing her. 
it was just super scary. What is that girl's name? Not Kamali. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Anyways. Okay. Melanie says, take Angela off her TV show. TV. Uh, now we're going to put Debbie on. So Debbie is 67. Debbie is head over heels for a guy named Ruben the Cuban. Uh, she meets his dad only to find out that the mom is not there because he had to take her to the hospital the night before because she's having uh, complications from pancreatic cancer. I mean, so you still go on a date with your reality TV show girl? That's I don't know. Like, what did y'all think of that? It, it just gave me the ick. I mean, he's like 58 years old. So his mom is probably 78-ish. I don't really know her age. Um, but pancreatic cancer is very serious. And she had been in the hospital since the night before. And she even said, Debbie even said, you know, you didn't have to keep this date with me. And he's like, no, no, you know, she'll understand. She said to go on the date. And I'm like, oh, Karime, Karime. Yes. Thank you. In Brazil, Brazil. Yes. Not Vietnam. Um, they haven't been on. Did I hear they're divorcing Karime and Paul? He's had a lot of weird stories about him. Hasn't he? Like, remember he was like calling someone and then they said it was fake, like some podcaster that he was communicating with. There was definitely something super weird. Yes. And sippy sip. Exactly. Afterward, <laughs> Ruben the Cuban says, but my family is my priority. And I'm like, but you're on this day. And you could tell, right? You could tell the date, I assume, went a long time because when they started off on the three-wheeler, that little thing they were on, the little motorcycle thing, then at night they're sitting in the backyard and it's it's nighttime. So this wasn't like a quick two-hour date, I'm assuming. Plus, nothing happens that quickly in reality TV. I mean, even though it seems real, they still have to like set up stuff and get the cameras. And I mean, I'm assuming there's a lot going on with it. So um, anyways, it was just weird. I do love that he moved home to be the main character caretakers of his mom and dad. Um, but it was just weird to me for sure. Anyways. Um, Natalie, is she ever going to find love? Oh my gosh. Okay. Andy Cohen live today. Did y'all hear it? So he was telling a story. He went to, you know, yesterday was a holiday. So he went to the beach house with his, um, with Lucy and Ben and his nanny and so relatable because he always tells the truth about being a parent, which I absolutely love and respect because he takes a lot of crap for it, but there's a lot of truth in it. I mean, everything isn't amazing and delightful and wonderful. So um, he thinks he's rubbing Lucy's, you know, like you like lean back and get a sippy cup or what have you. He thinks he's rubbing Lucy's leg <laughs> and nanny's like, um, that's my leg you're rubbing. So Anyways, it was super fun. Uh, he took Ben ice skating for the first time and he admits, look, I think he's 55, right? Our oldest was ice skating at three and a half. So, and I was pregnant with our third kid. Her fourth birthday party was at the ice skating rink. So I was, you know, lots of moms and dads were there, but I was bent over nine and a half months pregnant, uh, you know, doing these ice, um, putting the ice skates on and lacing them and getting them tight enough and not too tight and the ankles and the right size. I mean, you know, a four-year-old doesn't exactly know what size they wear. So anyways, 
um, it's a lot. It's exhausting. So I totally related to how he said, you know, look, as an older dad, this is exhausting. Like every bone in my body hurt after we went ice skating. So um, then he tells us that Lucy projectile vomits in the car on the way home yesterday. So he's like, if anyone saw me on the side of the road, I sort of love that he always says that because I always think, what if some, you know, what if I was walking down the streets of New York City and saw Andy Cohen and he was totally upset or on the phone, whatever? I would love to know that the next day he would announce on the radio, hey, if anyone saw me, you know, pissed off at this or doing this, whatever. So he says, if anyone saw me at this exit, uh, frantically doing stuff in my car, I was cleaning up the projectile vomiting of um, Lucy. So then, of course, John, who doesn't have kids, uh, was like, well, isn't that better than poop? And Andy Cohen's like, no, honey, like poop would be contained by the diaper. Projectile vomit goes everywhere. So, you know, got to hand it to Sean. Not knowing any of that. Not knowing any of that. Wait, Mama Judy. Who's Mama Judy? Mama Judy. Not into 90 Day Fiance or, oh, Mama June. Mama June. You said Judy. Um, yeah. Oh, was it a drunk? Yes. Was that a scam? I'm good. Are you? It's so sad. They lost their kids. I remember the whole scam Paul did with Johnny Yates. Okay. Remind me of that. That was so weird. I, I barely heard about all of it, but it was so weird. Um, who has their kids then? Wow. That's sad that they've lost their kids. We need an update. We need a we need a 90 day fiance. Where are they now? Only the good ones though. I feel like there's some really dumb ones lately on a uh the the latest season of a 90 day fiance, which I haven't finished all of it yet. I'm about to see if some people got married, and I'm about to see who I know got married. Um, Gino and Jasmine. <laughs> Kathy said, Does Mama June make your skin crawl like mine? Well, don't forget the bugs crawling out of her toes, right? She's come a long way. Now, remember when they did her a makeover? She was like a size four. She got her, her teeth are still good. Her hair looks so good. Her makeup. Um, She was dressing really nice. She looks a little different now, but she looks so much better than she did. And luckily, I think she's off the drugs, I think. So that will make anybody look and seem better, right? For sure. Okay, let's get into today's Jeff Lewis Live. Kelty Knight, I thought she was on E! Entertainment. She, I mean, Entertainment Tonight. She used to be. Now she's on E! News, which absolutely makes sense. That's why I recognize her name. So when Jeff does the very little bit of publicity that he ever does, it's often on E! News. So he'll announce it. So he probably knows her from there. And then obviously being in LA and all the area and stuff. But anyways, um, so I was looking her up last night and saw that she had lost her four carat diamond out of her setting at the Golden Globes. So then somebody just sent me um, an Instagram post where she announced she got a new diamond. Uh, looked like a square. I think her other one was a rectangle. What is that called? Emerald cut or whatever. And this one looks like a square cut maybe. Anyways, and in the comments, there's an Instagram account called Four Carat Diamond. Somebody has created an Instagram account called Four Carat Diamond as if they are the diamond that fell out at the Golden Globe. So it's kind of funny. Anyways, um, what'd you think? 
often the first time a co-host is on, they get a lot of heat. I think she's someone who could be on for a while. Like I could totally see her being a chump. Uh, I think she'll have to grow on some people. Um, some people thought she talked fast. I don't necessarily think she talked fast. I just think, she, I mean, she's rich. She's beautiful. She's in LA. She's on TV. She's famous. I don't expect her to be relatable to me necessarily, but I do think there were some conversations that didn't come across so well. And if you scan underneath, like she and Jeff already did, because they already talked about it. She said that she was already seeing the like filler versus Botox comments or something uh, underneath the coffee picture. So she's already read that anyways. Um, but like this American Airlines concierge key, concierge key, never heard of it a day in my life. I mean, it's just not my thing, but God bless her. God bless Jeff. That Jeff, at least to me, hmm, how do you put this? Jeff sounds appreciative and respectful of the honors that he gets. Cause he even said he, whatever this is, this concierge key, he didn't earn it from spending money. He earned it from someone he knew. So it could be a personal friend. It could be a, a chump listener. It could be a chump. We don't know who it is, but he just seems to be more excited about it. Kelty just seemed like it should just happen for her, for her. I don't know. Am I getting, is anyone else feel that way? Sippy Sippy said she was a lot after Patty Stanger. Um, yeah, I think she got more relatable to me. Not relate, not that this is relate. I wasn't a dancer, but when she's, I mean, like the assistant part, when she talked about the assistant, like, like the fact that Shane rides first class, flies first class, and her assistant doesn't. I was just like, that's probably not relatable with the Rockette talk. Just the excitement of being a Rockette. It took her three different years to audition and finally make it. How excited she was for it. Um, the hard work that she did six days a week of it, um, like three or four shows a day. Um, that sounded more relatable and hopefully brought her back to most people because I was seeing comments of like people saying they were turning it off already. So um, she also has a love of Doug Buden. So anyone that loves and appreciates Doug Buden is obviously good in my eyes. Apparently they have a set of friends who each one are best friends with. So uh, that was really sweet. Okay. It took till the very end of the show, but oh my God. Did Jeff sound and look so happy about the weekend in Chicago? Like it sounds like everything went except for the python, except for the python, except for the frozen mice. Um, what else? I think that's all. I think everything went perfectly. Oh my God. He calls it a great trip. Really nice time. He does mention how hot the guy is and that how good of shape he's in. So, of course, he wants the lights on. But then he said the next time they fooled around, whatever, that they had the lights off. I really think, so don't forget, this guy is a listener, a longtime listener named James. 
We know he's a chiropractor. We know he lives outside Chicago. He called in to the after show one day. And Alyssa, if they are to get married, Alyssa needs to get her, if she's not ordained already, she needs to marry them because she was the one absolutely recognizing this guy's voice. I don't know because I didn't hear it whenever he announced his Instagram account, but other people had sent me his account because uh, he announced it on the air. I just missed it. But so I don't know if she was looking that up as he said that and saw how cute he was or if it was just the voice. But she was definitely igniting this thing. And before we know it, I think the next day, Jeff had said they went from DM to text already. And he's mentioned him so many times, so many times. Oh, I love that. Kathy says, I love how Doug grows tomatoes. I love Doug's, Doug's love of tomatoes. I love DMing him when I'm at a restaurant with tomatoes and we talk about the tomatoes and how good they are. Wait, why do you have a bad vibe, Pam? Tell me more. I absolutely don't have a bad vibe about him. But then again, my picker for people have been off the last year and a half, right? <laughs> with uh, with people. Uh, I have a bad vibe. Mm. Anyways, what else? Um, He called it a 10 out of 10 and talks about how the guy has gone shirtless because he can. Okay, so then on the Jeff Lewis Extended Show, it's Zach Noe Towers and Monica. I love them together. I just feel like, Zach, I, I think Zach and Monica, I think both of them can just get along with pretty much anyone. I think they just kind of have that personality. So I think they can definitely, um, no, Kathy, I think he is Doug, Jeff's age. Kathy says Jeff might need to go more his age. Has he said how old this guy is? I don't actually think he said. I don't think Tiffany Chump said, yes, he paid for the whole dang weekend. But I think obviously Jeff doesn't care about money because he's just, you know, wiping his ass in money. Um, I think he loved that the guy took charge. Like, I think his friends, he even said the chumps or listeners were DMing him and saying, hey, let this guy take charge. Let him plan the weekend. Let him do everything. And he really did. He really did. Kathy says, Jack, Zach, Jack, who's Jack? Zach is so hilarious. He is. And he's really good. Um, Where's he going to be this weekend? Chicago with a uh, fortune Beanster. So if in the Chicago, if, if you're in the Chicago, Chicago area, um, get a ticket. He is really, he's really funny. Um, Yes. The, the app was messing up for me too, for sure. Hey, Maria at work. Um, what else? Okay. This whole Jeep thing, this wave. Okay. So my dad, RIP, uh, went through a midlife crisis and bought a Corvette, old Corvette. And it was his second car and they had the wave. And it was this kind of, you're right. It was like the two fingers, like not a whole, you know, whatever, but it was just like this, like when, when you saw another Corvette. So Jeep people have this also. So my mom's midlife crisis second car was a white Jeep Wrangler. Uh, I don't think they had four doors at the time. I think it was a two door, but I can't remember. Um, but they didn't have the ducks back then. I've heard of the duck thing. I've also heard of the ducks, the rubber ducks, like hiding them on the cruise ships. Because the last cruise we were on, not this summer, but I think 2022, um, my kids had money on our account 
and they spent like $200 thinking that the arcade was like all you can, like it was free, like it was included. And they were spending on this card that we had. Anyways, they come back to the room with a shit ton of freaking ducks and they still have them because um, they found some along the way too. But they had bought all of these. But a lot of them, I think what it is, is they'll put like a name on it or they'll, you know, say where they're from. There's also crochet things. There's a lot of people on cruises hide things. I guess it's like trading pins at Disneyland or Disney World. Like people buy pins and then you see somebody and you trade with them. So it's 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 a thing for sure. Um, I don't know how I feel about him. I This, this tracks. I, I think it's fine that he's like accepting the ducks. And just putting them in the, the glove compartment, I it'd be nice if he gave them back out. But then I think he doesn't want to be that guy that's like walking up to someone's Jeep too. Because I, I do think that'd be weird. Like, do you put it on their windshield? Do you put it on, like, if the if the windows are open, do you put it inside their car? Um, if you think they're cute, do you leave your phone number? Like, I have so many questions about this. Um. So I think everyone does. So Darla says, people that ride motorcycles, you throw up two fingers. People on trikes, oh, you should throw up three fingers. Oh, that's interesting. So a trike is what the Ruben the Cuban was driving, right? Um. Oh my God, I love the idea of a pink Jeep. Tiffany Chump says, I have a gym friend with a pink Jeep and she ducks everyone. I never knew what it meant until now. And I never knew it was called ducking, but I mean, I guess it makes sense. Um, oh, you put them on the door handle. Okay. That makes sense. I think it's cute. Uh, most men have midlife crisis. I think women just have to get on with it before, during, and after in any and every crisis. I mean, we women just get shit done, right? I mean, I don't know. Um, what else? What do you think about the Python? It, it does make sense that his uncle gave it to him. Maybe his uncle was sick. Um, maybe he knew he couldn't take care of it. But if the uncle's already passed on and James doesn't necessarily, like how long do pythons live? Do pythons need like interaction? Do you need to like petting a python? Do you, do you put it on around your neck? Do you not? Does it just sit in a tank? Like, I don't know. I have so many questions about that. But I would think also if I were a snake, I would want to eat a live mouse, but does that cost more? Is it illegal to buy live mice? I mean, there must be a way. I know friends with, um, what have people bought crickets for? I know people have bought crickets for some animal. And now I'm trying to think of what? Oh, uh, like a gecko or something, right? There's something where definitely people like Petco sell like live crickets or something. Um. Wait, Christina says, maybe he does put them on the dash, but he put them in the glove compartment for Jeff. Can you even imagine? Like, it sounds like they talk on the phone like every day, if not every day. So it sounds like they've become very comfortable with each other. But even so, anybody, whether it's Jeff Lewis, but any first date that's coming to your house, your city for the weekend, you know, yeah, you'd probably be questioning everything. Like, let me make sure my car's in order. Let me sure make sure the sheets are clean. Let me make sure, you know, there's no expired milk in the fridge. I mean, all the things you would be like getting together, right? So do they, so do you glue down the rubber decks? Like, what do they do? Snakes like live food, Kathy. Yeah. 
I kind of agree with what Monica said. Just you would think they would want to, you would think they'd want to the live heartbeat. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? What's that documentary that was about? Um, it was an awful a guy in like Canada that was on this murder spree and these internet sleuths totally figured it all out. But at one point he let, he lets, he let a snake eat something and he put it out there on the internet and it was really awful. Oh, I love that. Annette says my kids just got a Jeep Wrangler in October. We never knew about this ducking. So you just heard about it today. Is it not a New York thing? Like that's so weird. You're going to have to let them duck, duck everyone. Oh, they put Velcro on it. Okay. That makes sense. Anaconda. Are y'all talking about the wieners? What are y'all talking about? Cause somebody mentioned something about wieners and like, was it Monica that said something about, um, his other snake or something? Duck. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Did you also hear? He said, going to this, his house was like a fuck palace, meaning it's beautiful. It's all arranged. It's Ralph Lauren. He said, it's very cabiny. I mean, it sounded pretty nice to me. He said, it felt like a spa weekend. Oh my God. I mean, I, I, I sort of, I think I sort of like that it's long distance. I sort of think it makes them both pine for each other a little more than normal. What do you think? I think it makes Jeff slow down a little bit more than normal. Like he can't see the guy six nights a week. You know, this guy can't spend the night every night at his house. He's in Chicago, but they've already got plans to see each other again in March. So anyways, okay. Did you see, hear the part? I think it was a caller. How did this come up? Somehow it came up. Jeff wanted to squash. Oh, they said that Jamie's not going to be on one of the days the after show, but he, Jeff wanted to be clear that this is not because he quit. There's no rumors about that. Everything's fine between Jamie and Patty that they had a bit of an on-air kind of squabble, but they've hashed it out. So everything was fine with that. Um, okay. Who wants to see, first of all, who wants Zach Noe Towers to write, produce, direct, star in whatever he wants to do, a major scary movie hit? Like I would, I mean, the way I want Zach Noe Towers to be flying private, like, I mean, he just sounds so excited for it. I love that he talks about that he's not in that, that, you know, what does he call it? That, um, that tax bracket yet. He jokes about that stuff with, um, Judge Lauren Lake. I love it. But Jeff said that he would do a Sharknado movie. And then Zach Noe Towers was like, wait a minute. I write scary movies. Wait a minute. Like I'm... I'm seeing this all happen. Jeff loves to make money. He loves to support a chump. Let's all put out the universe. Jeff being an executive producer, which means money in a Zach Noe Towers scary movie production. A hit. Like, can you imagine every chump? I hate scary movies. I would absolutely drag the entire family because they love scary movies. We would all go and pay 10 or $12 to go see this in the movie theater for sure. Yes. Tiffany. Oh, hearing the name scream. That makes me think of the Dateline I just watched yesterday. <gasps> Zach's scream would be epic. Oh my God. It so would be. Uh, yes. Zach, uh, James is definitely a, a chiropractor and he owns a whole chiropractic thing or something with his sister, I think. Um. 
long distance is key, but is it open? I don't feel, well, Will Joseph, are they open? I just don't think, I just think they're still dating because clearly, you know, James has got to be hearing about, you know, Jeff, but also did you hear how Jeff kind of hushed it whenever Jameson remind him and the audience that he was making out with someone at speed dating last week, the day before Valentine's, right? So, you know, I think when you come fresh off of a weekend that you had a great time, he said it was a 10 out of 10. I mean, all the things, uh, I don't think you want to bring up, you know, kissing some other dude, because I think he's now, you know, fresh off this Chicago guy. So I don't know. Loved it. Let me know what you think. We have some time left. Um, Maybu says, oh, I'm so pleased for him to finally, finally someone who won't be out for his cash. I, I mean, it sounds like James has got his own cash, right? Uh, I don't think he did. Jet says, did Jeff mention who those people were at dinner in Dallas? I didn't catch the show. I don't think he did at all. So... The interesting part is he did say some women because he met somebody that called in, remember on the after show, maybe talking about she was out for the first time with her kid and some girlfriends. She had seen Jeff and them at the roundup. Um, so he definitely sees chumps, li chump, listener chumps that come to these places. I think the dinner place they went to, I forgot the name of it, but I don't think it was the normal place they go. So probably people had made reservations there and then they didn't even go there. I don't know. Uh, but I would talked about last week. Uh, Leah Black had posted some pictures that somebody else had posted. I don't know who that person was, but they had tagged these people in it. So, well, I guess it could be a repost. So if you were out to dinner with Jeff and you took a picture with him and maybe posted it and tagged you and your friends, if, she, if they tagged Leah Black, maybe she, I don't know what it was. Maybe she reposted it. I don't know. Oh, Deborah says, what do you think about Jeff having Zach Peter on tomorrow? So I think this has been in the works for a while. So I'm not really surprised. I think, I think, I don't remember. So I talked to Zach on the phone, uh, January 3rd, asking him for any advice on like the first time doing a live show, all that kind of thing. And I think that's when he mentioned, we had talked about him being on uh, Heather McDonald. Uh, we talked about quite a few things, but I think he might've mentioned maybe coming on Jeff Lewis eventually or soon, or maybe that was, I don't know. So I, I don't think I was surprised that he's going to be on Jill. Oh yeah. With Jill Zarin. Uh, Maybu says, I watched the Heather McDonald juicy scoop with Jill Zarin today. Still going on. Oh, she still talked about the earrings. Time to move on. Love. What did Jill Zarin say? Because she's another one that's in between these friends, just like Jeff, who's in between all of these real housewives of OC, uh, ladies that are feuding. He's friends with each of them. So Jill Zarin is good friends. She was recently on uh, uh, Jeff Lewis Live and she's really good friends with Heather McDonald. She's also really good friends with Patty Stanger. Like really good. Darla says Heather McDonald was rude to Jill Zarin's boyfriend, Gary. I haven't listened to it. Oh my God. Wait, no, I, ne I need to go look at that. Okay, Jet says, did you see Kelty's story with Jeff walking in the rain? His butt, I don't think they're implants. I think it's just, um, it's, I don't think they're implants. It's, what's it, Sculptra, like it, it just, 
it grows in his butt. I don't know how to explain that. His butt implants look so odd in those jeans. I didn't see it yet. Um, oh, she, Jill Zarin just changed the subject. Yeah, I mean, there's no win there, right? There's no win there. Kelly barked at Rick on their podcast. Heather McDonald has a habit of in, interrupting her co-host. She rubs me wrong. No, she was not. Jill literally was telling him to shut up. Oh, Gary. I mean, Jill definitely wears the pants in that relationship, right? With Gary. I mean, I think it's funny. Um, wait, has it aired on Below Deck? So disappointed in Jill's Aaron on Below Deck. I had I didn't think that had aired yet. Has it aired? Okay, I need to find that episode then. Um T with Tambo says, I don't think she was rude to Gary. See, that's why we all have to listen to ourselves because everyone gets a different interpretation of stuff, right? For sure. Voluma, I thought it was called Sculptra, Tiffany Chump. Or is Voluma and Sculptra the same thing? Sculptra is definitely the name he was using for the butt, <laughs> for the butt stuff. I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, Annette says, Gary was so sweet to Jill and her mom for Valentine's Day. I know I do follow Jill Zarin, so she'll often post her mom is in the hospital sometimes. And she'll usually update us. So um, I just saw Frazier on what? Gary is super annoying and I feel makes Jill look bad. Leave him at home. <laughs> they go anywhere apart though i feel like they're always together i feel like they're one of those couples that are always together right who's fraser on watch what happens live i just saw fraser on watch what happens live who's fraser fraser um oh may boo says gary was being really loud and kept saying middle-aged man jokes and she got grumpy with him yeah. Oh, wow. Sarah says, I read the casting email for Below Deck and they specifically asked for people who will be divas. Jill is just doing her job. I definitely think, um, oh, the Chiefs stew on Below Deck. Okay, Fraser. Oh, okay. See, I haven't watched Below Deck in so long. Um, I heard he's really good though. He's the, He's one that's really good. Someone just, I was chatting with someone on DM and, um, uh, not Captain Sandy, the guy, uh, he's like 74. I didn't know he was that old anyways. Cause I wonder at some point, you know, I don't know if legally you can, but I wonder if some points they have to say, you know, you can't be, um, uh, a captain, a boat captain anymore at, at a certain age or if you have to pass tests, I don't know. Um, oh. Jet says, I don't understand how Below Debt asked for celebs to go on, but Heather McDonald said they have to pay their own way. I mean, I think, yeah, I think the whole point of the show is having like, but then again, if they're casting people, yeah, that is kind of weird, right? They have to put people on there that are willing to pay and willing to be filmed for, for the TV show, right? So not every rich person that can go on a, a, a boat like that, a yacht experience, 
is going to want to be on TV, but celebrities will pay for the experience, but they're also getting the bonus of being on uh, below deck. So I don't know. It's only for two nights. How did I not feel like they did so much longer? Wow. I guess. Oh, okay. Sarah said they sent specifically asked for celebrities and it's still a massive amount of money. Oh, a massive discount. Okay. $75,000. But isn't that like usually like, usually like six or eight people? I mean, not that $75,000 is not still a shit ton of money, but um, they should get it for free or huge discount. I mean, but they've got people willing to pay it and willing to be on the reality show. So why would they get to be? I do think they, Darla says, do they get paid for being on television? I do think they absolutely get paid for it. Um, Annette says, I thought they only had to pay the tip. I don't know. We've got questions. We need someone with an inside connection at um, uh, Below Deck or whatever the, the, the production company is, right? Anyways. Okay. Well, tomorrow is Wednesday. It is Zach Peter with un Unfiltered with Zach Peter and Doug Buden. Uh, is tomorrow the after show where it's only going to be Ryan Bailey? I feel like this is the very first time ever on the extended show that it's going to be one co-host. I don't know. That's interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're trying that out. Um, I don't know. Anyways, thank you so much for joining live. It is always way more fun. If you're watching on the replay or listening as a podcast, thank you so much. Make sure to give me a five-star rating and a review. Make sure to subscribe to me, all the things at Sarah from Texas. And of course, join the Sarah from Texas Facebook group because that's where we get to know each other better and chat about all the reality TV and Jeff Lewis. See you tomorrow, same place, same time, 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern on YouTube. Bye, y'all.